Good morning, it's February 20th and this is your Daily Brief in Tech. Here's everything you need to know. TikTok finds itself under the European Union's microscope as a formal investigation launches to scrutinize the platform's adherence to the Digital Services Act, particularly concerning the protection of minors and advertising transparency. This move signals the EU's unwavering commitment to safeguarding online users, especially the younger demographic, from potential digital harms. At the heart of the investigation are concerns over TikTok's ability to shield its youthful audience from inappropriate content and the robustness of its age verification and privacy measures. The stakes are high, with potential fines reaching up to 6% of TikTok's global turnover if the platform is found in violation of the DSA's stringent regulations. This probe marks the EU's second foray into enforcing the Digital Services Act, following an earlier investigation into a social media platform owned by Elon Musk. The repeated scrutiny underscores the EU's determination to hold digital giants accountable for the safety and transparency of their services. TikTok, owned by ByteDance, has publicly committed to enhancing its platform to align with DSA standards, acknowledging the need for continuous improvement in protecting its users. However, the path forward is fraught with challenges, as TikTok, alongside Meta, contests the EU's mandate for platforms to bear the costs associated with monitoring DSA compliance. This investigation not only highlights the growing regulatory pressures on platforms known for lighthearted content, but also sets a precedent for how digital services must evolve to ensure a safe and transparent online environment for all users, particularly the most vulnerable. As the EU tightens its regulatory grip, the outcome of this investigation could have far-reaching implications for TikTok's operations and its approach to user safety and data privacy. In a major push to reclaim its position in the global semiconductor arena, the U.S. is rolling out billions in funding to boost chip production right at home. Let's dive into the details of this monumental investment and what it means for the future of technology and national security in America. The U.S. Department of Commerce, tapping into the CHIPS Act, is funneling $1.5 billion in federal grants and loans into global foundries for the expansion of chip production facilities in New York and Vermont. This move is bolstered by an additional $600 million from New York State, bringing the total investment to a staggering $12.5 billion. The projects aim to generate 1,500 manufacturing jobs and 9,000 construction jobs over the next decade, marking a significant boost to the local economy and the national tech landscape. This strategic investment is not just about job creation. It's a direct response to the recent chip shortage that highlighted vulnerabilities in the U.S. supply chain and national security. With the U.S. currently producing only 12% of the world's semiconductor supply and heavily relying on foreign manufacturers, these efforts are crucial for reducing dependence on overseas production, especially from Taiwan. 
In a parallel move, President Joe Biden's administration has announced a $1.5 billion grant under the Chips and Science Act to support the construction of a new semiconductor factory in New York, with Global Foundries as the beneficiary. This is part of a broader $52 billion initiative aimed at revitalizing U.S. semiconductor manufacturing and reclaiming a competitive edge on the global stage. The decline in U.S. chip production has raised alarms, especially against the backdrop of rising geopolitical tensions and economic uncertainties. Falling behind China in chip production has prompted the U.S. government to secure a domestic chip pipeline for critical industries and defense. The Global Foundries grant is the largest to date under the Chips and Science Act, signaling a strong commitment to bolstering the U.S. semiconductor ecosystem. This initiative mirrors efforts in Germany and the EU, where similar investments are being made to strengthen local semiconductor production, showcasing a global recognition of the strategic importance of domestic chip manufacturing in today's digitally dependent world. Big tech is under the microscope again, and this time, it's Apple in the hot seat with the European Commission poised to slap a hefty 500 million euros fine on them. This move is not just about the numbers. It's a significant moment in the ongoing battle between regulators and tech giants over market competition, especially in the music streaming sector. The root of this action traces back to a comprehensive five-year investigation by the European Commission into Apple's App Store payment policies. These policies have been criticized for stifling competition by limiting how music streaming services can operate and grow within the App Store ecosystem. The potential fine, which could have reached up to 10% of Apple's annual global turnover, underscores the gravity of the situation and the EU's commitment to enforcing its antitrust laws. In response to the EU's Digital Markets Act, Apple has made adjustments to its App Store policies, notably reducing its commission from the steep 30% to a more palatable 17%, with an additional 3% fee for payment processing. Despite these changes, Spotify's CEO, Daniel Ek, has lambasted the new fees and rental charges as extortion, arguing that they would render Spotify's business model in Europe untenable. This criticism highlights the ongoing tension between Apple and app developers over the App Store's business practices. The European Commission's impending decision is expected to set a precedent by potentially banning Apple from blocking music apps, from informing users about cheaper subscription options available outside of the App Store. This move is part of the EU's broader effort to dismantle barriers and foster competition within the digital market, signaling a significant shift in how tech giants operate within Europe. As the tech community and regulators alike await the final ruling, the outcome of this conflict and Apple's subsequent actions will undoubtedly have far-reaching implications for the digital marketplace. This case is a vivid reminder of the ongoing tug-of-war between innovation, market dominance, and regulatory oversight in the rapidly evolving tech landscape. As the aviation world's eyes turned to the Singapore Air Show, a new player made its international debut on the stage. China's Comac C919, a narrow-body jet designed to carry nearly 200 passengers, stepped out of its domestic boundaries for the first time, signaling a bold move in the global aerospace market.
The C919's journey to the Singapore Airshow is not just a tale of technological achievement. It's a story woven with an investment of approximately $49 billion in development costs. This significant financial backing highlights China's ambition to carve a niche for itself in the commercial aviation sector, currently dominated by Western giants. Yet, as of now, the C919 is certified only for flights within mainland China. But the winds of change are blowing, with plans afoot to ramp up production and seek validation from the European Union Aviation Safety Agency, aiming to broaden its horizons beyond Chinese borders. This international showcase comes at a crucial time. Boeing, one of the titans of the industry, is navigating through turbulent times with its aircraft, and geopolitical tensions between Beijing and Washington are on the rise. In this context, the C919 emerges as a potential competitor, especially for regional travel in countries that maintain a friendly stance towards China. The Singapore Air Show wasn't just about commercial jets. It also brought together aerospace and aviation industry leaders, including Airbus and Boeing, alongside defense contractors like Lockheed Martin and Dassault. The event highlighted the latest in defense, aviation, and private jets, underscoring the diverse interests and technological advancements shaping the future of flight. Amidst this gathering of giants, the Comex side on Nine's international debut marks a significant milestone, hinting at the evolving dynamics of global aviation. Mark your calendars, gamers. Nintendo has just announced a special treat for February 21, 2024, at 6 a.m. PT, a 25-minute partner showcase direct that's set to unveil the latest and greatest for the Nintendo Switch. This eagerly awaited event will spotlight upcoming games from Nintendo's publishing and development partners, all slated for release in the first half of 2024. From fresh game reveals to exciting trailers and launch details, this Direct promises a treasure trove of updates for Nintendo Switch enthusiasts. Amidst swirling rumors, there's buzz that we might see some of Microsoft's games making their way to the Nintendo Switch. While the specifics remain shrouded in mystery, the prospect of cross-platform collaborations adds an extra layer of anticipation to the mix. However, for those holding their breath for news on the Nintendo Switch 2, it seems patience is still required. Reports indicate a delay in the next-gen console's release, pushing its debut to early 2025. Despite the wait for the new console, the original Nintendo Switch continues to dominate the gaming world, boasting sales of over 139.36 million units. Leading the charge in software sales is none other than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a testament to the enduring appeal and success of Nintendo's gaming ecosystem. This has been your Daily Brief in Tech. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.